Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Lessons learned from a 2021 fantasy draft. Right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. All right, Dave. Dave is here. I'm Adam. Dave is giving me the swing away sign with his hat over there, fixing his hat. Um, We're going to look at last year's Fantasy Football Today draft, 12-team, three-receiver PPR league. Lesson number one is is you can just get lucky like Will Brinson and draft Devontae Adams in round one, Cooper Cup in round four, and Debo Samuel in round eight and win the league easily. But if you're not that lucky, Dave, what other lessons can we learn from last year's FFT draft? Let's look at what Will Brinson actually did, though. Like, obviously, drafting <laughs> drafting league-winning receivers, yeah, that's great fantasy advice. He knew that it was a three-receiver league. He knew it was full PPR. He took three receivers with his first four picks, and they were pretty good receivers. It was Devontae Adams in round one. In round three, he took CeeDee Lamb. In round four, he took Cooper Cup. All high-volume receivers, and there will be plenty of those types of receivers that you'll be able to draft this year in rounds one through four. The other thing he did, took Najee Harris in round two. So we've talked about this before, the the hero RB strategy, the anchor RB strategy, the solo RB strategy. Here's what it is. It's spending one of your first four or five picks on a running back. Everything else gets devoted to other positions, not including quarterback. And then you just hope to find some running backs uh, throughout the rest of the draft and off the waiver wire over the course of the year. Clearly, that's something that Will Brinson did a good job of. But he really he really hit the jackpot with the receivers, focused on guys that got a lot of targets, not necessarily flashy, big play types of players. Uh, and in the case of Debo, I, I don't know if Debo was necessarily one of those guys. He just turned into one of those yeah, guys. Yeah, it ended up being a good pick. I mean, what's ironic about Will is that he... He also drafted Mike Davis in round five and Trey Sermon in round six. It just goes to show you how important the the one you have to have that one great running back to anchor your team. And they had in Najee Harris, but also to play the waiver wire throughout the year because he drafted Tyler Higby. He didn't he didn't nail every pick in his draft, but he nailed enough where he was able to fill it in on the waiver wire. Give me another lesson. Another lesson that I learned is that we saw a lot of running backs go early in this draft and then not a lot of running backs in round two. I believe that there were only three non-running backs that win in round one and only five actual running backs that win in round two. And I would expect that people are going to see something similar to that this year, Adam. I think you're going to continue to see people gravitate toward running backs early on in round one. And this is this spits in the face of what Brinson did, and Brinson's the one who just won the league. So maybe this isn't the best advice, is to not take running backs in round one and wait until round two and take what's what the best of the guys left that are there. But I, I still think that it's important if, if you want to value running backs and you want to have a chance of getting a guy who can get you 20 fantasy points in a week or at least average that, those running backs are typically found in the first round. Usually you might find one or two in the second round. It's a, it's a premium position, and you don't want to have to necessarily chase both running back spots all year long. I highly recommend going after one running back with your first two picks, and maybe one of your pre-draft exercises is to make a list of all the running backs that you think are good enough to start and be that anchor for your team. And if there's a lot of them left when you pick in round one, zag, take a wide receiver. 
And then in round two, you just take the best available running back that's on your list. All right. Give me one more lesson here. We are closing in on our five minutes. We saw Travis Kelsey go sixth overall in the draft last year. Felt a little too soon. I don't think people really uh, look at what he did and said, oh, yeah, that's worth a first-round pick. Now he's going in round two at 15th overall, and I think people are going to feel a lot better going with Travis Kelsey in round two. The problem with taking Kelsey in round two, well, he's not a wide receiver and he's not a running back, so you're going to get the premium at tight end. You'll have an advantage over everybody else in your league, but you're also going to be scraping to find a running back or a wide receiver later on. It's a move you make confidently if you feel like you're going to be able to find good wide receivers later on in the draft. That's the position that's going to be deep. We say it every year. This year is no exception. If you're willing to kind of settle for some chances or taking some risks, I should say, at running at wide receiver and at running back later on, but definitely a wide receiver, that's when you can open yourself up to taking Kelsey, and I think round two is good value. Yeah, uh, the problem is if you have the sixth pick, you're probably not going to get Kelsey in round two. So or Andrews. So if you have the sixth pick, oh, I think you can get Andrews. I don't 18th? know if that's a good move. Yeah, maybe it depends. Yeah, it, sure. Um, but yeah, it, you know what I'm saying though. If you draft early and you want Kelsey, you might have to reach for him. But uh, maybe it's not the best idea. The next pick was Devontae Adams. Then, but then it was Derrick Henry and then Aaron Jones. So. Kelsey may not have felt like the best pick at six overall, but he was still better than some of the players who went right after him, but not Devontae Adams. So. And, and Adams was a great first-round pick, yeah, but was. one, two, three, four, five spots later went Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, right. And that's one of the things we'll talk about on the full-length show is finding the next Jonathan Taylor. You can be a first-round pick and still be a breakout. Could it be DeAndre Swift, maybe? Something like that. Like, who's going to be that late-round mm-hmm. pick, that, that late-first-round pick that actually performs like the number one or number two player overall? And even though, yeah, it was a first-round pick, it was still an amazing, amazing value. All right, Dave, thank you very much. And because you know what? Dave was calling that. Dave was saying Jonathan Taylor is going to be that kind of player that even if you take him in round one, I mean, you're still, you're still winning because he's... I got him in round two in a bunch of leagues. Wow, right. Felt good. Because they, they had offensive line issues, and that was... <laughs> Another thing, there were these things that How about happened. the fact that he's a talented player? Right, he's but I'm saying good. he fell. He fell you know, because... Just going back to what Brinson did. Brinson drafted good players. Yes, but he fell. He didn't take players that... Like Rashad Bateman, we think he's going to be good. We haven't seen it yet. Right, but so what I'm saying is... you don't push those guys up. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor fell because Carson Wentz was hurt, Quentin Nelson was hurt. So, but they were coming back. We knew they yeah, were coming I, back. I, right. Don't overreact to preseason. Uh, a lot to talk about on, on tomorrow's show or on Monday's yes. full-length show. Thanks to Dave. Thanks to you guys for watching and listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Fantasy Football Today. Bye. Bye.